At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Toss to Pollard, and there he goes. Tony Pollard, down the sideline, Jets are on. Touchdown, Dallas. 58 yards, and Tony Pollard just showed the world how fast he is. Another interception. And this is Watkins to the end zone. Carlos Watkins with a pick and a touchdown. And what a night for Dan Quinn's <laughs> defense. Welcome back. Becky UL Daily presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday. NFL Week 13 began last night with a Cowboys win in New Orleans. And now we get full Week 13 card Sunday into a big game on Monday. Joe Gallant will join us. From FTN Bets coming up about 20 minutes. We'll get his uh, best plays for the weekend. Maybe some touchdown props. Let's dive into some of the best games, including the Washington football team at the Raiders on Sunday. I like this game a lot. It is currently, the numbers moved pretty decently. We are now down to a one and a half point number. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders favored by just one and a half at home over Washington. Washington coming in over the Monday night, off the Monday night win uh, over the Seahawks. The Raiders coming in off of the Thanksgiving win over the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think I'm on the opposite side of you guys in this game, guys. I like the Raiders here. I mean, this is basically down to almost a pick I mean, this is a short, short number at just one and a half at home. I know Heineke's played well. He's played much better than I thought he would, and he's on a, probably the nicest run of his career. But the Raiders, I, I was impressed last Thursday, last Thursday on Thanksgiving. They went and beat the Cowboys in Dallas. They have extra rest this game. Meanwhile, a short week for Washington traveling to Las Vegas. And I think the Raiders have some life again. I thought they were dead two weeks ago, but like both these teams have life, right? It's not like one dead team, one team that's in it. Like they're both in the playoff race. I'm taking the better quarterback. I, I like Carr over Heineke if this game goes up into the upper 20s. I, I'm going to go with the Raiders in this game. Were you not impressed Monday with Washington? I was. I, I think I just wonder how much that is Seahawks issues, right? Think about the, the Washington team's. Washington's wins over the last month. Then the Tampa win was impressive. But they've also beat some teams. It's like, is it them or is it the other team they're facing? And I just I wonder if that's more Seattle. I, I'm an, I'm I like the Raiders in this spot. I, I, I don't have a strong opinion. If if you're asking me to pick a side, I would certainly go with Washington. 
I don't want to back the Raiders when they're laying points. And that's the situation we have right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to back the Raiders when they're missing their best offensive weapon. And it doesn't look like Darren Waller is going to be out there. So how are you, they going to push the ball down the field? The one thing about the Raiders offense is they can be explosive. But um, and, and they got they got through it. You know, what do you have? Five targets or catches? I forgot before he was pulled yep. in that game in Thanksgiving. But can can they do that again? I'm not quite sure. Uh, what is interesting when you start to dive into the numbers during this Washington winning streak, the net yards per play just are not there. They're near the bottom of the league still, and they've just found a way uh, to win these games. I like the way that Gibson looked. I mean, he looked as good as he has all season long on Monday. The rest disparity is noteworthy because you've got the Raiders off the Thursday game, and then you've got Washington on a very short week. So, yeah, I mean, bottom line, I would just I would look to the Washington side, but I will say that I was a little disappointed at the lack of involvement with McLaurin on Monday, and this is this is a talented Raiders secondary. Whether you're talking about the matchup with Casey Hayward or yep. Nate Hobbs, both of them rank very high. They they grade out very high as far as secondary. So, um, I don't love this game, but if I had to lean to a side, I would. Just take the points. Aaron, you want to watch Yeah, Washington? I feel the same. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm kind of like the same as Joe O. Like, I'd rather take the Washington as underdogs, the Washington football team. The other thing I was thinking about is J.D. McKissick probably isn't going to play either, right? And he's been really yeah. good for them. Um, so I don't think he's practiced. He hasn't been cleared uh, to return yet. Um, but the Washington football team does have some momentum. I guess you could make the argument that the Raiders do too. I just have a little bit less trust in the Raiders than I do the Washington football team right now. Um, they are on a three game winning streak. This is the time where they've got some momentum. So I would just lean on that side, but I don't love it. But if I had to bet it and I was looking for some underdogs this week, I like the Washington football team. All right, so we have two on Washington, one on the Raiders here. How about the Ravens and the Steelers on Sunday? Rivalry game, AFC North. Does this feel too easy? Like, every time I look at the numbers and break this down, I'm like, this is a Ravens spot. The Ravens have – I mean, Lamar will bounce back off the four interceptions. They have the far more explosive and productive quarterback at this point. Baltimore's defense has played much better as of late. Yet the Ravens have been kind of blah for about a month now. They've gotten through it because they beat the Browns, they beat the Bears, but they've gotten through about a month now of blah. I just, there's something off about this. Like, it, like Are we overreacting to the Steelers, what happened last week a little bit? Because I, I, my feeling when I, I saw, I looked at the line earlier in the week, I was like, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. And I'm like, yeah. At three. Like, but the, at three. three. Now four the and The Ravens half. always yeah. let teams hang around, though. That is and, this, and the rivalry, concern. right? They're like not they... always – yeah, that rivalry has got to be one of the best, in my opinion. But, yeah, they they don't just easily put teams away, and that's what concerns me. Some of their wins have just been so close and arguably could have gone or should have gone the other way. And what I mean by the rivalry, Joe, is Tomlin has seen Lamar as much as anybody, right? This is not – like, they, they know each other, and they know how to play the Ravens better than anybody else. So I just – I don't love it at four and a half for the Ravens. I, I actually, if, if I like the Steelers better at four and a half. It feels similar to a Russell Wilson situation where you're trying to pick the week that he busts out and he looks like the old quarterback in Lamar. Uh, Lamar's last two starts, he's had two offensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's tough to back. 
And it still blows my mind that they won their last game. When you throw four more interceptions than your opponents, you, you score fewer than 14 points and get a win on Sunday Night Football, that's hard to do. They did it. I mean, they're a good, they're a well-coached team. Is this the spot? I mean, the Steelers can't stop anybody on defense. I just cannot push to the side the history between these two teams, how well they know each other. And I know Ben is completely washed, and I like fading the Steelers at this juncture. But the way this Ravens offense is going right now, how can you possibly lay four and a half on the road in a divisional matchup with two teams that know each other? And if you go with the history of the last decade or so, just keep taking the underdog and you're going to win. You're going to win. If it's more than three points, like I don't want to lay more than a field goal with these two teams. And on the Steelers side, you get Tomlin as an underdog. He hits at 67% against a spread. With I mean, a sample size of over 60 games. 67% ATS when his team's an underdog. And I, and I know you had a better version of Roethlisberger throughout much of that. But the more and more this line climbs early in the week, I'm with you. At a field goal, okay, I could make a case for the Ravens. That could make – I could – a blowout is possible. I don't – more I think about throughout the week. I don't want anything to do with this game because I am not taking the Steelers. I'm not betting any American dollars on the Steelers. And I'm certainly not laying four and a half with the Ravens the way they're playing right now on the road in this rivalry. No, thanks. I mean, we talk about Mike Tomlin getting his team ready to play. Do you think he's not going to have them ready to play uh, this week? Of course he, he, he of will. Course he he will. I want nothing to do with this game. Long ways uh, <laughs> to make a long story boring. Maybe the under? Our folks on yes. Twitch are suggesting the under. 44, 44. It's a super low total. It is super low. One of the lowest. Neither of these league. teams put up. Well, I guess the Ravens can. Boy, but... I mean, the Steelers have given up 82 points in their last two games. That's scary. Ooh. So if there is a bust out spot, this could be it. But I'm, I'm going to go with history here. You've got to go dog or nothing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I mean, look, and you mentioned the, the Ravens recently. 20, 10 points, 16 points, 16 points. I mean, this is basically a month now where they haven't scored. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm. it's it's a lot. It, it, four and a half last, points is too much. Last three weeks, Ravens, last in the NFL in net yards per play. Last three weeks, Steelers, 30th in the NFL in net yards per play. Like, it's this a slog. Could, yeah. yeah, It's a slog. Yeah, yeah so the under might be the football play. team are nothing for Joe O, and the Steelers are nothing for Joe O, right? And – but these two games, not two of my favorites on the board. There, yeah. are, there, are, yeah. there are a bunch of others I like a lot more. We will not be betting on the Steelers this week. I just want to put yeah. that out there for our contest. But we're not betting on the Ravens, right? No, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't it's, want anything yeah. to do with that. The line jumped too much. All right, let's go to a line that has had some movement this week, back and forth around the seven. Eagles at the Jets. Eagles seven-point favorites coming off their loss against the Giants last week. The Jets off a win against the Texans. So... Uh, we have Zach Wilson at quarterback for the Jets, and it sounds like, from every indication, it will be Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. Limited again yesterday at practice. Now, it's not a lock. I mean, we saw Kyler Murray 
similar kind of thing, ankle injury for for Hertz here, be limited, and then we don't see him on the field on Sunday. So it's I don't call, we'll see what happens today with practice. Follow follow how it goes. Um, I think the Eagles can win the game with Gardner Minshew. Either I think they'll win the game either way. But the number is seven. I just wonder how the Eagles' offense looks if Jalen Hurts is just a pocket quarterback. I mean, you guys know I like him, but he's i mean, he's the bottom of the NFL thrower. I like him because of his legs and what he brings that way. I don't know if he's going to run this week. I mean, he has a bad ankle. It's a weird, It's just weird because I don't know what their offense looks like with him in there, but him without his legs. We've never seen that. Right. Like All, all these metrics that say that the Eagles have one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL – are they that with with a hobbled hurts? That no. that's your big question. I mean, they're second in the NFL in rushing success rate, second in explosive run rate, third in run DVOA. But yeah, without that hurts element, what are they? Um, sounds like Sanders is going to be fine. Like my my approach with the running backs, Howard, Scott, Sanders, all banged up, and Howard and Scott did, was not practicing on Thursday. Is that accurate? Um, Howard was not, Howard's not, I don't think Howard's going to play. He's, he hasn't okay. practiced since he hurt his knee two weeks ago. So he's if probably one not. of the, if one of the three, like if Sanders is the only one that's good to go, I'm fine. I'm okay with right. that. So how, how do you bet on Zach Wilson? Yes. On interception prop. <laughs> that's how I bet. Him. Yeah. Yeah. What's been the story with all the sharps backing the Eagles? Are they just anticipating they're going to go on a run here? Like, what is what's the story behind that? Well, I think some of their numbers make them look better than their record, like your yards per play. Like you, they, 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 they yeah. make you think they they're better than their record by looking well, at some and, of the numbers. And, and also, it's you get a Zach Wilson fade, right. and I'm going against Zach Wilson, and I don't have to lay more than a touchdown, and hurts couldn't possibly repeat that three interception performance that we saw a yep. week ago. Like, I'll take the larger sample size of five, six games when he had the best QBR in the NFL versus the three INT bomb last week. Yeah, it was a clunker for him. Would you lay the seven? It's a tough they're number. Survivor, there's the, they're my survivor play. Uh, I'm good with the Eagles in teasers. I don't love laying seven here. There are some other big numbers that I would prefer to lay um, as opposed to seven with the Eagles. But I feel comfortable enough for, for the Eagles to be a teaser leg and uh, my last survivor uh, spot that I have alive. I just look I at this. I'm trying this... to look for some Hertz props because that was profitable. Yeah. Even, I would... even though he had a clunker, he still uh, had a good go game under. in terms of the props. I would stay away or go under Aaron. I don't think he's going to run much this week. I mean, he's he's hurting. He shouldn't. He's going to get injured. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think part of this too. He's a young quarterback who's trying to trying to solidify his position. He, if, if they let him take the field, he's going to take the field. It's a matter of if he's the same player we're used to so far this season. All right, Eagles, Jets. I would stay away from the number. I, I actually like the under on the game. It's four. Is it forty-five and a half? Forty-five. And I half, can yeah. see the under on the game. 45 and a half. Maybe Jets team total under 19. What do you think about this matchup of the, the Eagles defense going up against Zach Wilson's offense? Well, I mean, look, when the Eagles play a mediocre or below quarterback, they do really well. When they play great quarterbacks, they get torched. What's Zach Wilson right now? And then I can make a real case he's the worst starting quarterback in the league this season. What's Daniel Jones? A little bit better than Zach Wilson <laughs> right now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. They're bottom feeders. They are. Yeah, yeah they, they, they beat those teams up. All right, let's hit one more here. Um, but 49ers at the Seahawks. All right, you mentioned earlier, Joe, trying to 
find the week that Russell Wilson breaks out, trying to like, find that needle in the haystack. Something yeah. weird about this game. I understand there's two teams going in different directions. The number I still believe is at three and a half for Sunday afternoon with the 49ers in Seattle. Here's my fear on this game, just quickly. This reminds me of Eagles-Giants last week. One team's hot. Eagles were hot going in. One team's not coming off a bad Monday night performance. And then what happened? Wacky things happened. Division game. And then early on, I was like, oh, no. This is, this is probably going to go the other way. I would not bet on the Niners in this game. Without Debo, without Fred Warner, I wouldn't take him. I, I don't feel comfortable laying three and a half. It was three the other day. And now we're back to three and a half. Why? The reason is because this is the most public side of the week. San Francisco on the road. They're four and one on the road. Winners of their last three. And they're missing their most impactful player on offense. And defense. You know. Yeah. And I know Russ has looked really bad. Really bad. But he's he's been back a month now. What is happening? You would think. He, so the timeline was accelerated by him in his return. Right. So if he was going on a normal timeline, this is about when he'd be back, right? Yeah. It, we could get an uptick here. If we get a decent Russell Wilson at home against the Niners team, miss their players. I like the um, Seahawks side. Seattle, 9-1-1 to the under this year. You go under again, 45 and a half? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. Under. I like Seattle. I like the under. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Jill Gallant will join us next. We'll get his reaction to the Cowboys Week 13 and his touchdown props to look for up next on Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.